we should read our Bibles. As men dig for buried treasure. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of peoples according to the number of the sons of God. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Take no part in the fruitless deeds of darkness, but yet expose them. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Life's a garden, man. You gotta dig it. Hello fellow treasure hunters, welcome to the excavation site. I'm Justin, alongside me we got Ben, Stephen, and Chad. We'll be your guides on this excursion. Hope you brought your shovel and your compass, because we got the map. Let's dig. See, that's why I love this stuff, man. You dig, you just dig and this stuff just pops up, you know? And that, now, 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 you know that the top was the mark. Okay. Okay, the cross. Now, let's take a second look at Passover, shall we? I mean, heck, if you think about it, the symbol of everything now, yeah. Christianity, is the cross. That's what it's all about. Yeah. If you're missing Jesus, you're missing it all. Every bit of it. So now we know the top was the, the mark, right? Right. Let's take a look at Passover again. Exodus 12, 7. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the house, which they will eat. So this was the mark for righteousness where death passed over. They took the blood of the Lamb of Passover and put the mark of God, the Tav, the cross, and the angel of death passed way, over. Way, way, way before... Yeah, we're talking about some Before foreshadowing. The cross. Yeah. yeah. Man. So now we'll just go to the end. Revelation. <laughs> to the end. Go to the, the end. Beginning and the end. And that literally was out of the first Let's go to the top. Yeah. five books of the beginning. So Revelation twenty two, three. And this is at the at the end. So it says No longer will they be any accursed. But the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. What's mind-blowing about that? And if you use Stephen's catchphrase, back this up a little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Revelation 14.1. Uh... Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb with him, the 144,000, who had his name... And his father's name written on their foreheads. Right. Then you go to the next chapter. This is my last one. Fifteen. <laughs> Two. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, and also those who had conquered the beast in its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. And they sing a song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord. God the Almighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the Nations. So there was all the the God marks that I had found. That's that's a lot of God marks. And that but that's I mean it's a it's a comforting thing when you think about the fact that when you accept him that you get that mark. 
that you are, you know, you're protected. Well, protected that you know you have salvation. You know, that God is, that's, it's, a, it's a comforting feeling, especially in the times we're in right now because who knows how close we are to this, but I know we're a lot closer than we were yesterday. Yeah, a, at least a day closer. Well, at least. That's right. And you know where it originated from, and you know that not just to be looking at things carnally, but spiritually, and it's all about your your forehead, your thinking, your, thinking. your decisions, right. and your hand, which is your actions. Yep. And I, and I kind of wonder. Produce good fruit. Right. And I kind of wonder if uh, if it's, you know, like in Revelations, it says you're going to have to have the mark of the beast to be able to purchase anything or to buy any goods, you know, and eat. I'm wondering if it's a physical mark, you know, via a tattoo, a chip, you know, the way everything... Vaccine te- passport. Yeah, vaccine pass. You know, I mean, the way everything's get technology, you know, technology, whatever. Technical. Technological. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it could be that. But at the same time, you know, if you're a Christian and and you have the brains and the capacity to think for yourself and not be, you know, a sheep of the world... Um, you got to look at this stuff and think and be diligent because it's going to be super easy to be, well, I mean, the government ain't going to do nothing to hurt me. And even if you look deny at, look a, at the past, a physical chip, yeah, you still yeah. could be marked spiritually because correct. of your actions and, yeah, your, and correct. your thinking. You, you, what I'm saying is you, you got to be careful because you can't say the government ain't going to hurt you. Look at the Indians. Yeah, it worked out well for them. It, it did, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, it's it's not, and it's the government's there for themselves, and the government's going to be, you know, practically the antichrist. I think. What's the beast system? Yeah, I mean, it, they're they're already like we talked before. They're already talking about, you know, the one world order. You know, you have all these. I mean, I've noticed it. It's kind of funny. After we started doing this, all of a sudden, I'm I'm hearing commercials about learning another language with Babel. Ain't that ain't that just like perfect language to name your everybody can speak the same language? <laughs> but I mean, you, you got to be careful. But you know, you have your mark and this and that, and people's gonna go hungry, and you're gonna be tempted. But it says cl- plainly in Revelations, if you're marked. You're gonna you're gonna have some trouble to pay for, but at the same time, like we're talking, it all depends on your idea of when the rapture is gonna come, mm-hmm. or if it comes. I mean, there, right. there's. I mean, I I personally do believe in some in some form of that, but it it. Um, I mean, it's a lot to uh, a lot to look at. Was, I said that that. Let's first see. was it first Thessalonians? That's the one the one verse that really sticks out to me that potentially could mean something about the rapture. We were talking about that before. It says, uh, "What is it? First what? It is First Thessalonians four seventeen. It says, "Then together with them, 
we who are still alive and remain on earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. So, I, you know, there's, there's verses that point to us potentially being pulled up um, ahead of time, which would be great. Believe me, none of us want to go through what uh, the rest of Revelation talks about. But right. I do believe, and God says in multiple different places in the Bible, that, uh, you know, he's coming like a thief in the night, so be prepared. Part of that kind of goes back to what we always talk about before is looking at the scripture and the way it was written at that time. Through their eyes. Through their eyes, what they knew. And that makes a big difference in how you understand what they're going through so you know how to interpret what they're saying. And that's the whole thing with me with like the book of Enoch and Jasher and all these. Jubilees. They they don't have to be divine inspired to be important. If that makes sense. Yeah, as long as they shape the culture of the time, and it puts you in the mindset of that person, and to understand what what you're trying to read, because anybody can put their own spin on anything and make it totally different from what the author wanted. But if you want to understand how the author wanted you to understand it, you need to put yourself in their head, read what they were reading, and think like they thought. That was what we were talking about with the, um, um, what do they call it? The 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 adopted texts uh, uh, when they were talking about back in the second and third century, we were talking about that yesterday, how a lot of Jews at that time didn't want to say that Jesus had been God. They said that denied his divinity, denied his divinity. They said that he became um, God's son at his baptism. That is when he God accepted him and adopted. adopted him as his son. And so the text was actually changed at that time by those groups and so the bible had been changed and it went back later and it was actually kind of reinforced that no and multiple times mary was a virgin this happened this way this was divine this was god and they had to reinforce that text but it just shows you that god's truth always finds a way oh and that's where it talks about the jews who claim to be jews but are not oh yes it's about those ones that deny the divinity of christ you know, and Jesus even said himself, deny me in front of the Father, and I will de- or deny me in front of man, and I will deny you in front of the Father and his angels. Oh, and he's the what, only guess way. Guess what happens if you deny him? You kind of, you're going to be spending a lot of time with the devil. Yeah. Well, the only unforgivable <laughs> sin is uh, denying the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So it says a lot right there. Anyway, so let's jump. we've been jump. going around. Let's go to the, let's, the mark yeah, here. Let's, yeah, we let's jump back to the mark. Let's jump in a little well, bit. Well, I think that's where I was getting to, but I got got <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> I think we need to look at this and, and, and kind of have to look at a little bit of where we are right now as far as society a little bit leading up to this just to kind of give us a – and it's hard to put a set timeline on everything, as we talked about before, Revelation, well, yeah, um, it knows. jumps around a little bit, and only the Father truly does know. He says he'll come like a thief in the night. But well, he's the best military general ever. Think, you know, well, not only are we reading this, also Satan and his angels are reading it. Right. You so know, hindsight's yeah. twenty twenty. You can look back and see, oh, that's what he was talking about, but exactly. he don't want to reveal it all. But pre pre Mark, okay, pre Mark, as far as the way I read it and the way that I think that it. it it is meant to be interpreted once again. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, the great Dr. Michael Heiser. I'm not even the great uh, Dr. Justin Brown. No, but um, flattery I, will get you everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, if you look at this, I just want to say it talks about in Revelation six, um, five and six. It talks about the Lamb 
coming to open the scroll, right? It, at first, everybody's devastated in heaven because no one can open oh, yeah. the scroll. Right. The lamb that comes in, that it looks like it's been slaughtered, comes in to open the scroll. Everybody rejoices because the lamb shows up. He's talking about Jesus. Showed up. He, he was uh, right. slaughtered for us. He was killed for us, for our sin, for our iniquity, so that we can uh, be saved. So and he they were steps crying, in. so he wasn't there. He wasn't there, so he shows up. He shows up. And everybody rejoices. So they hand him the scroll, and it talks about him breaking those seals. So, And this is, this is up for a little bit of interpretation, too, because throughout time and throughout history, I'm sure people could say we'd be in some of these similar uh, circumstances. But if you look at first seal, and this is interesting because you can read this a lot of different ways, but um, it... it it's not really a negative uh, connotation when it talks about the first seal. It says, it, look, it says, I looked up and saw a white horse standing there, its rider carrying a bow, and a crown was placed on his head, and he rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. And that's all it talks about, the first seal. And you could take that, and I take that in certain ways, like that maybe that first seal is someone coming out for God to try to... Um, uh, when he talks about gaining many victories, heck, maybe it's talking about, I don't know, overturning abortion, the things that are happening right now in our society. When you see things like that, many battles and victories are won for God, things that are happening right now. If you look at the second seal, which, once again, this could be said throughout history that this has been happening quite a bit. Where, where are we at? This is Revelation 6, 4. Okay. And it says, then another horse appeared. This is after the second seal is broke. A red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth. And there was war and slaughter everywhere. What's happening right now? What's in the news? Ukraine oh, yeah. and Russia. Right. I mean, there's, there's been war and battle in the, in the Middle East uh, in that forever. area for the last, since, since Jesus, well, if not before, Je- I mean, before yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, and going back to, I'm sorry, but uh, the crown. You've got two different crowns in Greek. You know, you have the Stephanos, which is the like the laurel wreath that were given away at the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. That's a crown of victory. And then you have uh, Stephanos and then uh, brain fart. I can't remember the other one, but the other one is royalty. Like a, like a king's like crown. Like a king's crown. The, the first rider, his crown is a crown of victory. Mm-hmm. It's a Stephanos. So many victories, he's got the crowns to prove the victory. Okay. All right. So war and slaughter everywhere, we see it everywhere, right? It's going right. on right now. That's happening well, I mean, right now. Well, I mean, you had the war wars. Now, and all. maybe hitting a little bit closer to home is the third seal. Okay. Third seal, it says, I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding in its hands a pair of scales. And I heard a voice from among the four living beings say, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay. Wow. Inflation. Okay. Uh, yeah, inflation to the nth power. And then maybe, I don't know, a couple of days ago, they just raised the, uh, the um, interest rate. The Fed rate, raised the rates again uh, for the highest gain in God knows how many years. So, or, uh, so you're seeing these things which potentially could be happening. And also, too, uh, the, the, the word scales can also translate to yoke. So you know, a yoke is used to, you know, to steer a, a farm animal, you know, to have dominance. Yeah, ox or a mule. You know, okay. yeah. 
So it could literally mean a scale like balance, you know, right. or you could look at it as a, a yoke of, of slavery or dominance over something. So personally, yeah. if, if I was to look at where we are as far as the world right now, I'd say we're pretty close to that third seal if these have really been opened right. at this time. Right. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think everything's going to be huh? a little. Your dollar doesn't go nearly as far no. as it used to. A doll- okay, $20 is a new dollar. That's what I was about <laughs> oh, to say. Oh, I'm sorry. That's exactly what I, I mean. I remember in high school, you know, you get you know working at whatever job you got, you could take, fill your truck up, take a girl on a date, maybe a movie, depending on where you ate, for twenty bucks. Yeah. And now you can't. You you can't by yourself see a movie for twenty bucks halfway. No. I mean, geez. No. And fill up your tank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can't fill yeah, up a yeah. gallon. No, yeah, that's crazy. But, if, so, but, oh, go ahead. If you notice, my diesel truck ain't moved in forever. <laughs> yeah, I only get the Mopar out for, like, weekend rides and car shows anymore. And racing now. You want yeah. me to come trailer it for you? Yeah. Hey, I got the Honda. <laughs> well, this, so we talk about potentially where we are in these seals. Because if you go to the fourth seal, it says... Uh, one quarter of the earth will be killed by the sword, famine, disease, and wild animals. And that, that I don't, I mean, you, a quarter of the earth's population hasn't uh, died yet, as far as I can tell. I know uh, maybe things are being tried. You know, you think about the last thing that's happened. People, a lot of people did die from COVID and things of that nature, but we're not at a fourth of the world, as far as I can see, unless this was looking at it from a... Um, maybe a time lapse or something of that nature, but I don't yeah. see us that far yet. I think all this stuff's going to actually be worse than what we went through right now. Like war, it's just my aspect because I've been to war. Um, honestly, Iraq, when I was there, I mean, we've seen some stuff, but it wasn't It wasn't World War One in the trenches war. Yeah. I mean, uh, like like World War Two, yeah, like yeah. Normandy. Yeah, war. nothing. You know, I I know I know the guys that went before me in the early two thousands. I know it was worse then, but because um, I was there towards the end of it. But and I've got my own opinion on the whole Ukraine stuff. But uh, we won't go there. That'll be forever. But. I think the war part. You it's, say Biden's it's actually, protecting his investments and his money laundering over there. Yes, that's what it sounds like to me. And and a uh, and a former KGB guy who runs Russia, I think would have a little bit more control if he wanted to take a country. And they wouldn't be partying on the beaches right now. He was probably not. Proclaiming I think, war on them. I, I would I would believe that he could take a country if he wanted to. Oh yes. Like Ukraine, you know, the United States or say China might be a little bit harder, but Ukraine, I mean, that's like us taking Canada. We should be able to walk through Canada if we or how wanted. We t- how it. we took America from the Indians, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or exactly. Mexico from the exactly. Mexicans. But we won't get. But it's into okay all when that. we do it because we're the yeah. good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, we think we're the good so guys. So that's another thing I think of is when we talk about this. It doesn't talk. It doesn't say how fast it's these seals are open. Frame. Right. It doesn't say how fast, and it doesn't say that they're not opened. Um, 
and there's some time between. There's a lot that we can. And you can debate right. where we're at, where we're at on the opening of the seals, but like, well, when I read it, it's like, I think everybody it's going to be in the seven it, years because it wasn't there. Think. You know, he yeah. came in like he was slain. So this was the ascension. So the the seal, the scroll, which I believe is the land deed, the rights to earth that, that were taken exactly from us. And he started opening them the as soon deed. as he went up there. And right. John got to see him. Now, how far along are we? I don't know. Do the riders get permission to ride for a time, then are pulled back and give permission to ride and not to ride? Right. That's up to debate. Right. You know, I, I, in certain territory. I feel, and now I, I'm trying to think, you know, because I, I didn't have a lot of time to study all this, but like this section here, the seven seals... Because there, there's three different, like the seventh seal opens up another set of seven. Um, then that seventh opens up the, the bowls. Because um, we have the, the seven, seven years where the first three years are supposed to be, or three and a half years are supposed to be doing pretty good. And then the you know that's kind of the years of the Antichrist. And then the other three and a half is where all this just unloads. So at least the bowls and all that stuff. Um, the way I I've studied at this. Um, but anyhow, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. you're good. We, it's uh, I just I just don't think we're quite here yet. Oh no, I mean. You know, in World War One, everybody's saying, oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, yeah, World War II, it's the end of the world. It's a lot of foreshadowing, and it, it says, you know, it, right. it, it was, is to be, and is not yet. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's... And we're just in, in Chapter 6, we, the the mark of the beast, I mean, we, we that's like Chapter 13. Right, oh, <laughs> I know, I know. We ain't even near yet. All right, so let's, let's jump in here just a little bit further to... Um, jump right to revelation 13 1 13 okay 13 1 we're talking about the beast when he shows up right okay and uh i think we can be fairly certain this hasn't happened yet because we would uh, when this happens you're gonna know everybody's gonna know that the beast is showing up right so when when you get to the point right well i have i mean what I mean? Well, here, let me read this, and and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say in, I mean, in really all hard seriousness, to miss if it's literal, if this isn't, I have a hard time believing that there's not some literal component to this. Like, I'm not saying that you're gonna see a, like a, the seven the seven, seven heads, heads and seven ten horns. horns. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. I think that's symbolic. The, se- the seven continents and the ten kings in the seven continents. Yes. Now that could be. The one world order, the seven big countries. Yeah. Because there's seven major continents. Right. Is that a coincidence? Seven major continents. Okay. So that'd be the seven. Yeah. The seven and heads. Horns are authority. Horns so are kings. authority. Then the crowns would be the presidents or leaders of. Yeah, the dominions was or it, realms, was whatever it you call it. Seven heads, ten horns, and ten crowns. So say ten horns would be the countries. Nations, yeah. And then the crowns of the leader of those countries. You could look at it that way. And if you follow the Deuteronomy 32 worldview, there's also I mean, spirits behind those rulers. Exactly. As, as it is on heaven, it is on earth. Exactly. So, and then, you know, go ahead. Well, this is, this is where, I, like I said, there, there's, some, there's some literal component to this. Because if, if you, it says here, 
and I'm going to jump down to the second half of verse 2 and kind of go on a little bit from there, but it says, And the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority. I saw one of the heads of the beast seem wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave all allegiance to the beast. They worshiped the dragon for giving the beast such power, and they also worshiped the beast. Who is as great as the beast, they exclaimed. Who will be able to fight against him? So when we're talking about that, when I say literal, we're talking about the one world, the new world order, that, yeah. the, the, the one world government. And when it becomes that great, everybody will be like, well, no one can stop us united, just like Babel. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no but one there can is, stop there the is something whole world. That's what I mean by you'll know, because this is very, that's, to me, that's a very literal description of the one of the new world order i, I mean it pretty much spells yeah, and the that dragon, out for you. you know is satan the dragon, yeah, the dragon satan. and the world is his because he offered it to jesus in the wilderness it was his to give right. well, he we, said i have the authority to give whom i choose and so he chooses the beast here and then yeah. you have the 10 leaders who obviously will probably either have a council and decide what happens like the united the G, nations the g councils yeah. or the you know yeah. well look too Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and then, which the ten, ten horns, the ten crowns, which, which what I was getting at is the leaders. So do they elect one leader? You know, whoever, the leader of China, the leader of U, the U.S. or whoever, and he's the the controller or them in agreements together. Either way, it's still the devil. The dragon gives authority to that the beast authority system. gives them that system the authority, and then if if you know say we're what's a small country say we're Chile, right? We got a little army. We got a we're like we're we're Chile. We're this diehard Christian. I don't know if Chile well, we is. We wouldn't stand a chance against it. No. No. You're not. Fall in line or die. There's not a country that can fight the U.S. toe-to-toe. That It's not going to happen. You know, even, say, even if you took Russia and China and North Korea together, they would have a hard time fighting the U.S. But if, you, if they're all in the same team... There's no way you're gonna fight them, so you're just at their beck and will, and that's this whole. That's what I think it's talking about right here. Go ahead. No, same thing. I'm continuing on that, and if if you don't hear that resounding in here, then you're not you're not you're not catching you're not the point. <laughs> right. It says then the beast was allowed to speak great great blasphemies against God. He was given talk back. He was given authority to do whatever he wanted for 42 months, and he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his dwelling. That is, those who dwell in heaven. And the beast was allowed to wage war on God's holy people. And I'll say this, too. When it talks, whenever it says God's holy people in here, it's talking it's about Israel. 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 That's what we talk about with the 144,000. Right. And the 42 months is three and a half years. And, and it's also the same amount of time of the Noah's flood, coincidentally. Interesting. 42, 40, yeah. Plus the reciting, so, yeah. Right. He, was given, he was given authority to rule over uh, every tribe and people and language and nation. 
I, I, that's screaming uh, New yeah. World Order. Yeah. Uh, and all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They are the ones whose names are not written in the book of life before the world was made. The book that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered. I just I, if that if you cannot look at that and, and see what it's telling you, and, yeah, I agree. And that next verse though is is where I kind of started looking into the whole rapture thing, and it kind of changed my paradigm. Because the next verse says, "If anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword he must be slain." You know, the, it's the endurance of the suffering saints. Plainly says that we're here. And that there will be no deliverance, unless you know that this this the rapture or whatever yeah, comes later. Well, this yeah. is this is vote. But when you go to there and you go to the end of ten, it says this means God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. Yeah. So is that referring? And this, we could say it's referring to us, but could we say that in general this is referring to Israel, the ones that didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah? They have been converted now, so. At this point, because they've been converted post-rapture, potentially, that now they have to wait patiently and remain faithful so that they can get through the tribulation to be able to get to heaven on Jesus' actual second coming. I mean, that could be a possibility. I mean, that's... I could see that. I mean, it's possible. I I don't know, but it's just whenever... Yeah, there's so much of when the rapture comes or happens... Or if it happens, or I if mean, it there's, happens. there is something. There, to say yeah, there. there's. I mean, we, it's there's all just no interpretation. Definite, you know, there's no definite says, and then the rapture, and then Jesus comes back, and then, you know, the plagues happen. Whatever. It's just. I mean, it there's, is, it's there's just a lot no, of interpretation. Yeah, you know, there's no definite. And at the end of the day, I mean, honestly, it's not worth fighting with Christians over no, and, no. and all that. I mean, it's, I mean? it's there. So you're gonna, the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you in the way that the, uh, that it, that you need to go. So, yeah. You yeah. Know. All right. Going a little further. Um, we're talking about now the second beast. Yes, there's two. This is the the first beast we'll, was the beast out of the sea. Right. Well, second. So we'll see. You're going to have three, just like we have the Trinity, and you have three. Sorry, if I you're, no, you're, on you're you. no, 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 no. Yep. It's Quit all killing the punchline, Ben. I'm not telling any we're more sorry, jokes. Folks. <laughs> all right. This is the beast out of the earth. Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. That's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Kind of trying to symbolize. Wolf in sheep clothing, kind of? Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wolf in sheep's clothing. Behold. He exercised, be a dragon in sheep's clothing. <laughs> he exercised all the authority of the first sheep. beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down on earth from the sky while everyone was watching. And when all the mir- with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beef- beast, he decided all the people who belonged to this world, or he deceived, I'm sorry, he deceived all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered people to make a great statue of the first beast who initially was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to this statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that everyone refusing to worship it must die. 
And that goes kind of talking about idols. Because the, the whole thing um, that they said, yeah. you know, like we don't do idols. I've never even thought about idols. But they say that the uh, when they would make an idol, they'd make it with like its mouth open so they'd do some kind of ceremony so that the soul of whatever idol they're trying, you know, like say Baal, Baal would come through its mouth and then inhabit that idol, mm-hmm. and also and to that's kind of right the here. Food and yeah. wine, yeah, you know, sacrifices and all that too. And and it's kind of that's what it's kind of implying. Well, it goes it's back the same as the idols. It goes back to that when we talk about the Ten Commandments, talking about having you know no other idols, but then it also says having no, no other gods. gods. Oh, it, yeah, yep. it makes the clear it's distinction. Clear between distinction. Different things. Yeah. Well, this you, now we hit sixteen. The next verse. We're we're that's exactly this is where we're at. Okay, this is this is yep. the meat and potatoes. This is the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. Buckle up, buttercup. So Revelation thirteen sixteen is kind of where um, this is where we're headed. He required everyone, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, that and no one familiar, and no one could buy or sell anything without that mark which has either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Right, so I was doing a little study on this too. Now, um, let's see. Uh, Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. So man's number, like an unholy man's number, is 666. Well, just six in general, because, I mean, right. man was created on the sixth day. Six okay. is the number right. of man. But it, it this is something that, that when I was studying, I kind of kind of come into it. No one could buy or sell anything without the mark, which is either the name of the beast or the number represented his name. So the beast's name, number, rather, the beast's number might not even be 666. It might be 123. Because we don't know what the beast's name is. Here's where Gematria comes in. Right. Okay. So, I mean... Biden, that was his you know, secret code. You know, For yeah. those with wisdom, he says calculate Calc- exactly the number. Now, now, I don't know if Biden actually comes up with six six six, but I've seen oh, that his on number. Me. His number that you called to vote yeah. for him. Yeah, you yeah. add them up six six six. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's there's more to that than just six 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 because I mean you know it it could be you know. Would be just some random name, you know, Bobby. You know. And that's the thing because the letters in Gematria. Yeah. Now, I know that like that movie with Jim Carrey numbers. You can get crazy with this and, and oh. multiply numbers well, yeah, by whatever you number do, you want to come up with six six six. You can do whatever. And there yeah. are conspiracies and and secret societies and stuff like that out there, but it's not all or nothing. You know, I mean, you can twist and manipulate everything to. Everything's a conspiracy. Everything's right. 666. I'm not going there. But Gematria is a real thing. And I can think of, you know, two, maybe three places in the Bible that 
scholars are in agreement that it's being used. Right. But they used this because they were under the Roman government. They right. had it was to like talk code. codedly. Right. You know? So that's why he said those with wisdom calculate the number. So the way it works is each number, or letter, I'm sorry, has a numerical value. And they add it up to come up with the final numbers. There are three names that calculate 666. Okay. Nero, which was during all this time of the writing, or maybe just before. Right. The, he was awful to Christians. He persecuted them, crucified them, burned them at the stake. He was just, if you do some research on this guy, he was oh, an evil was, dude. Yeah. He was if worse anybody than was going to think that he was the, if anybody was thinking there was an Antichrist, this guy fit the bill. Right. And when you add up his name, it comes up to 666. They say Hitler names does too, I think. And then, but also his title adds up to 666. Wow. And then, the word Titan, which was, okay. you know, what the, the Nephilim were called, yeah. right? Yeah. That Gematria the numerical Titans. value yeah. is 666. Who else? Nimrod calculates right. to 666, who was also described as a Gaborum, the same verbiage used to describe the Nephilim yeah, Titans. The mighty, the the mighty, mighty hunter. hunter, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there there's three possibilities. But at the That's same crazy. time, it's... Already, but not yet. Yeah, well, well, it's at the same time, to the what's devil, coming. Satan don't know when it is, and he's he, has he keeps to trying. His, he has to have his player in, you know, ready. So it's definitely. Well, so going on just a little bit further here, we're talking about. Um, let's jump down to uh, Revelation fourteen nine. This is after this is after the 144,000 we talk about having right, the father's the, names written on their forehead, you know, God's seal. Yep. We're down it says Yeah, cuz that's at the first part of 14. It says then a third angel followed them shouting, "Anyone who worships the beast and his statue or accepts his mark on their forehead or hand must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of of wrath." And there will be torment with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, and they will have no relief day or night, for they are they worship the beast and his statue, and have and accepted the mark of his name. I, that's what I was saying earlier. You got to be careful. I mean, that's pretty damning on multiple levels. There. Yeah. I mean, that's that right there. It gives me chills thinking about it. When you talk about, you know, we sit here and think on earth, and then this is just kind of philosophically, I sit here and think, man, I, you know, it's, you think about giving up certain things, you know, well, you know, living a good godly lifestyle, trying to always steer clear of things that are sinful and whatnot. Man, you know, it's, it's hard. It is. It's it, hard. It's in everything. But it, it's in everything. It's everywhere around you. But you think about think about our life think about the the blink of an eye that is in eternity and think about what it just said here no what is it no relief day or night day or night yep forever and ever i mean being i mean that's almost being you know following god doing everything we can on this earth in this planet in this lifetime is such a blink of an eye compared to what we're talking about either ever and ever either 
you know, having full salvation, being in heaven, being in the most perfect place in the world, feeling no pain, having just yeah. pure paradise, or being in a lake of fire, sulfur, uh, burning you for the rest of forever and, and ever. And you don't die. And you You're don't just die. there. So, yeah. Like, I mean, just... And I'm not think saying about that the long like, game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, think about the. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Think about the long game. That just yeah. that right there. Just yeah. it's one and of those. There's so many. That, you know, like I said earlier, foreshadowings and uh, already, but not yet. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Oh yeah. And the thing was, it this mark and not being able to buy, sell, or trade was a reality that the Jews uh, at the writing of this time were dealing with. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean that can kind of be. With the Romans, you well, know. Well, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, because if you look into history, okay, uh, the Roman emperor, Decius, he, he made all these declarations, and uh, without the proper documentation, you couldn't work or trade. So remember, the mark in Hebrew is charagna. Char that's an imperial seal or document on money or coins. So if you didn't have his seal right. and documentation, you couldn't buy, sell, or trade. So you had to fall in line with the beast system of Rome. Or you couldn't buy, sell, or trade. And at the same time, the letters that he wrote to the churches and stuff, he was warning them. There was um, basically uh, unions, okay? And they were called guilds. They were traders' guilds. So if you were a craftsman and you worked with, you know, stone and, and wood, uh, to get any work, you had to be a member of that guild. And these guilds worshipped deities. They would meet in secret all these guys, and they would sacrifice and have sex orgies and all this stuff and worship deities. And so Jews were put in a compromised spot. They were like, I need to work. I need to feed my families. I love the Lord, but I'll go to these secret meetings and pretend and do whatever I need right. to do to, make, to get the seal, the mark, yeah. to make the money for my family. And, yeah. and obviously that wasn't the, the, the mark because we're still here and the end hasn't happened yet. But that's a foreshadowing. It We're going showing. to be forced to make decisions like that. It was Hopefully showing, not yeah. in our time, but before the end comes. So people understood exactly what they were talking about. Like that, that, and that's where I think you have to, you know, it's hard because a lot of times we want to sit there and, and, and it's easy for us to say certain things are symbolic. And, and, and Revelation is probably the most symbolic book in the Bible, I'd say, probably by far. But there's certain things that it's not just, it's not, just symbolic it's it's talking about through the eyes of those writers when they wrote it at that time because they thought they were happening. at the end you know they, what i mean they well, truly did well because jesus said i'll be back soon and yeah. and to us well, on earth soon is our lifetime soon's our lifetime and they you know jesus has come back soon but then again looking back at what we were talking about before our life is a blink of an eye to god soon could be another million uh, yeah. years what, to god it wouldn't matter a, but a day is like a thousand years yeah yeah, yeah. The day to the Lord is like a thousand years to man. Well, speaking of, that's actually a good segue into the next thing here. Revelation 24, right? We love those segues. I love segue. 24. 20. 20. Verse 4. Yeah. I was about to say there's only 22 books, buddy. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. What what Bible are you reading? (laughs) He's reading this. Never mind. I'll the be extended nice. version. I'll be nice. The extended ex- version. The extended version. <laughs> I got some chapters you guys didn't get privy to. Oh. Revelation 20, verse 4. I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue or accepted his mark on their forehead or their hands. 
They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And this is talking, this is the post-tribulation, right? Christ comes back to, Christ comes back for his true second coming. And he reigns on earth for a thousand years. Heaven comes to earth, right? Yeah, because obviously they were dead. They were dead. And it says that when he does return, that the dead in him shall rise first. Actually, another verse, if we go back a little ways on that, which is, I thought was kind of, it kind of spoke to what you guys were saying before, but uh, when the lamb broke the fifth seal, this is uh, uh, 6 verse 9. When the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw under the altar of souls all who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to this world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white road was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters their fellow servants of Jesus, who were to be martyred, had joined them. Right. So that's to the, wait till the end. And that's not and, even saying and, that. And that's the cloud of witnesses. You know, it could very well, we, we don't know, we can speculate, but it's like maybe that's the cloud of witnesses. Not only is it the Elohim, mm-hmm. but it's the, the spirits of the ones that died, you know, faithful to God and his commandments in Christ. And they're just right. waiting for their eternal bodies at the resurrection. Okay. But well, I was also thinking it's the end hasn't come yet. So he's saying we just wait a little bit longer for the other Christians who become saved during during the tribulation. The tribulation, they're still going to be martyred. We have to wait for them all, and then it'll be unleashed. Yep. The father telling the the groom, not yet. Yep. That's, that's exactly. exactly how and that's how what I was going to say. That goes to your term is that yep. the only the father knows. Because yep. the martyrs, even the martyrs who are there, they don't, they don't know. They're impatient. Knows. Yeah. I mean, heck, and wouldn't you be impatient? Yeah. If, gonna if, avenge you, me. if you did exactly well, the way the Bible tells you, if you live that way, you meet this girl that you really, really like. Oh, yeah. You get engaged. You're ready to go. Ready for that honeymoon? I want to get married. Exactly. (laughs) I want to get married. Come on, Dad. baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's back. Uh, It's back. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it just kind of sums that up. It talks, you know, we don't know exactly what the mark is going to be, what it's going to look like. But I will tell you this right now. I firmly believe that when you make that choice, you will know what you're choosing. This isn't something that's going to be surprise to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be a mystery. I think it's going to be. Uh, it'll be you blatantly obvious. This isn't. You know, I, a lot of people believed. You know, this last time around, the vaccinations or this, that, or the other thing. It, it, the microchip. I, the, I think the that, barcode. I think know? that a lot of that stuff. I'm not saying that it's not divisive. That there isn't something there that. I think that a lot of times we're pushed to see how far we'll go. Oh yeah, poking the bear to see how we react. To see we'll how see we if react. We're receptive to yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I think I it's think to numb us a little I think bit. this is like a precursor for all of this. Oh, oh yes, it's that, a test run. Another how far, and it's it's proven to you. It's proven the whole like this whole. You can't tell me that it was a lab leak. Accidentally, I mean, we're into 
year 2000 when it happened there's extremely amount of technology technolo- technology <laughs> that would prevent a lab leak unless the building blew up or something and it leaked out but wait fire kills it so that's not you know you hear that would theory? be the way you would burn it so it's all let out on purpose to see what we will do and we have the entire world has proven to the order I got these make us scared and we will bend to your will mm-hmm. oh, yeah. as easy as and it all goes back to the new world order. Do it. My opinion, as Trey Smith says, in my humble opinion, look at the uh, you know the the election, twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, Trump had four years. This baton of leadership's been handed off, and they slowly take away your freedoms and liberties and working toward this one world government that oh, Bush yeah. first they talked do it, about. They do it under your nose, and, and it, you know they slowly do it because they don't do it all at once because you'll protest. You, you'll know. Okay. You'll realize. So they thought. They were just going to hand this baton off to Hillary Clinton, and she was going to continue the work that they've been slowly chipping away at. Right, because they're all in it but together. But the American people stood up for the first time. And they didn't. They and didn't. they didn't anticipate it. And here come well, Trump and stole that baton, and what did he do? He took us out of NATO. That, that's pushing toward a one-world government. Yep. He took us out of the NATO Paris Accord. Is, yep. You know, he reversed abortion, which is modern sacrifice to Baal. I mean, all, all these things he'd done, he was deleting all the efforts that they were right. pushing, to, that, that Satan was working towards this new world government, working through these leaders. He'd done so much damage well, to, what, to what took them hundreds of years now. to do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Now, look, they knew they couldn't take another four years. So it was straight-up spiritual warfare. Look, you can't tell me demons and Satan was running wild in America during 2020. Yeah. All, the, all the, the racial tension, the riots, the burning of buildings— they released this "quote unquote" pandemic to to rig the election with mail-in yep. voting. They stacked the deck every which way they could, and I'm talking about Satan and his fallen realm. And they to still make had sure the Donald Trump they did not win they again. Still they still had the pause it. Years. They still had to pause it. I mean, I don't care who's listening and what your political views are, but when you, they paused the 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 counting, he was like. Four points away from winning, then all of a sudden he lost well, everything. Well, but if you look at the scales, you know, they say, well, it was a massive dump, but all for Biden and none for Trump? If it was a massive dump, they both would have massive amount of numbers going in. But it wasn't. It was just one-sided. They had to reprogram their counting machines I mean, they what? proved, they proved, well, we're getting off into politics, so. Falling off. We hey, fell no, off. There, there was a spiritual warfare but, but side it is, to it. But it is, for I, sure. The one world government push. Well, I say, but in regard to that, the beast I think system. the, the yeah. biggest, yeah. but the biggest part of that, and when we talk about this and, and bringing it back to a spiritual side of things a little bit, the biggest part of that is when we deemed churches non-essential and didn't allow people to meet. But you could go so to a strip you, but club. But you go to a strip club or a casino or because right. that was deemed. COVID didn't go to Walmart. But no. you. Especially when they closed and they were all the doors, 
all the doors, but one way in and one way out. Yeah, COVID only showed up after 9, 9 p.m. Yeah. But you think about that. It talks, what does Jesus say? What does God say? Is that wherever two or three of you are, to gather, are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst of you. All of a sudden, that wasn't happening anywhere. Oh, and all yeah. of a sudden, everything runs rampant, like you're saying. It's because we took away worship. We took away that closeness with God. We didn't have that fellowship, and that pulled everybody apart, and that gave Satan a foothold that he's never had before. I mean, that's something totally new that hasn't happened in this country forever, especially in an area like this where we are smack dead. We are pretty much the, the buckle of the Bible belt right here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how crazy that is. But w one last thing that I'll throw in there, and I thought that was, it was kind of interesting when we were talking about the mark or where the mark would be or what the mark would be. And I talked to you about this. Um, the when we read our Bible, you know, say our, our newer translations, they usually say, you know, the mark is, you know, it will be upon your forehead or upon your right hand. If you go back to the original King James version, version, it says it'll be in your right hand or in your forehead. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I'm not sure exactly how they got that translation. But going back and using and. It, there's a million different translations out there, but trying to use the most literal, which I was telling you that Young's, uh, Young's literal translation, um, which I think is on it Logos. Is. I it think is. Logos has that on there. But when they go with Young's literal tra translation, when they're trying to put out the, the most as accurate as a, a translation as you possibly can, because, you know, there, there's just some words that it just doesn't sync up there's just no way with the with the no Hebrew. english word to jive with it yeah so what but it's with young's literal it goes back to saying upon again meaning more of a, a, a potentially a stamp or maybe and quite literally it could be more like the seal of god that we have right now maybe we can't see it god just knows what's on us god yeah, knows we're mark. marked it's a spiritual mark so it's hard to say is this going to be a physical mark is it going to be something that you I would think at some point it probably will be something physical if it will stop you from buying or selling. But going back to Young's literal translation saying that it says upon, so it would be something visible you could see. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. It might be where you have to denounce Christ to be able to buy something. And, uh, and this is something, too, about the revelation we could really just dive into for several months and just totally pick it apart. This is... A very complex book, <laughs> which I like looking into it, because most people avoid it because it's it's difficult well, and weird. Yeah. Or it's on it's extremely uncomfortable because it talks about if you aren't in right with God, what's going to happen to oh, you? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, once again, uh, our numbers are growing, and God, we're just we're very very humble. We appreciate uh, you guys listening to us. Uh, we're just uh, guys in a, a garage in the, in the oh, <laughs> Appalachian geez. Mountains. That's right. Know? So we're, we're extremely humble and grateful that you listen to us. And uh, I mentioned it in a podcast earlier. I'm going to try to maybe put it in a plug in the intro or something like that. Uh, we got an email. It's uh, thedig423 at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, comments, questions, uh, or sh show ideas. Show ideas especially, yeah. Whatever you guys, uh, we'd, like, we'd love to hear from you. We got people from UK and uh, Germany and all across the United States. So we'd love to hear from you guys, but we appreciate you. Keep digging.
We thank you for listening to the Dig Bible Podcast. Questions, comments, or future episode ideas, we'd love to hear from you at thedig423 at gmail.com. If you enjoy our content, don't forget to share, subscribe, and check out our Facebook group at The Dig Podcast. Remember, you can't lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. You gotta dig.